Welcome to the Lucy Walker Recruitment Podcast with Mark and Christina. With over 25 years experience, we have the knowledge to support your career journey. So employers and job seekers, please listen in now as we share the best strategies and techniques guaranteed to help companies secure the talent to help deliver corporate growth and for job seekers to maximize their individual career opportunities. Hello, I'm Mark. I'm Christina. And today we're going to talk about CVs, or as our friends over the pond say, uh, resumes. Um, It's an interesting one, this, because despite the advancement in technology, um, which has impacted the careers market when you think about videos and behavioural testing and and various uh, online platforms, our experience is still telling us that most prospective employers are happier looking at a double-sided A4 piece of paper written in 12-point Times New Roman as the gateway to initially screening of a candidate's ability. It's funny that, isn't it? Mm. Um, and if I now tell you that research um, says that on average, someone reviewing a CV um, or resume looks at it for between five and seven seconds, um, you can see how... Um, this is potentially a problem when you're writing your CV or resume. I mean, five or seven seconds, that's not long, is it? I mean, it's like from now to now, <laughs> which is weird. I mean, it does say, you know, there's other research which says up to 30 seconds, but whichever way you look at it, it's a big potential problem. Um, so you'll understand from this how critical it is to get your CV right. Um, which is why we're going to go through 10 key must-haves to help you. Um, right, so starting off, um, it's not an exhaustive lift, but it's 10 that, that we uh, believe are, are really important to put you on the right track. The first one is keep it simple in design. Don't spend ages crafting a CV in fancy hieroglyphics with various font sizes, types and colours, and things flying into it from different directions. Um Just keep it simple. Simple Word document. Engage the reader immediately with clear, readable, standard format on white paper with plenty of white space. Think about what you would want to see when you were looking at it or or reviewing several. Uh, Lines should be no more than one and a half centimetre gaps and use bold, italics and underlines very sparingly but consistently where you do use them. Wide margins and paper should be portrait in orientation um you may want to listen back to that again um and we'll put that detail in a onto the onto the blog post which goes with this um use a basic modern font like Arial or times new roman and keep to one color and a maximum of two font sizes so basically keep it simple you may have many creative talents to bring to the fore and showcase but this isn't the time to do it Um, Also, no photos. Um, Stats show that 88% um, of CVs with photos on get rejected. It's one of those things, again, like we spoke on an earlier podcast about um, first impressions, isn't it? You're putting something on there you don't need to put on. It's not going to influence um, the reader of your CV. So keep it off there. And also, ideally, you need to be keeping a CV to two pages um it's it's said from research that that's what people just like to see just a two-page resume 
Okay, number two, Christina. So number two is make sure you keep this CV in chronological order. So this is starting with your most recent experience first at the start of your um, work summary. This is before your educational summary. So make sure you display dates from and to your your employee that you worked for, your job title, and of course include the multiple job titles if you progress within the company. And then outline your key responsibilities and also your key successes in a role. This is vital, especially if you're putting yourself forward for a sales role. Make sure you showcase how you've exceeded targets, how you've increased company profit and revenue. Display that as a success um, and note that on your CV. It's really important. Yeah, I think that's very important. People want to see what you can offer them um, and in terms of what you've achieved. So, So that's key. Number three, it must be concise but factual. So there will be temptation to put down every single duty, success, responsibility, but don't do that. Remember, as Mark said, we need to make sure this is around two pages in total because people initially do skim read your CV. So it's not a job spec. You're just wanting to get enough across to show how much value you can add to the organisation. Keep to key achievements and what you did to do them and what was the outcome, the success. Use bullet points. Um, don't forget, obviously this seems obvious, but do keep it 100% accurate. If you're called into an interview, the prospective employer who will undoubtedly be discussing the detail of your CV and what you put down on paper, they may ask you to substantiate the point. And if you can't, leave it off the CV. Nothing worse than being asked, tell me about this and your part in a specific uh, success um, for the interviewer to realise that your part wasn't actually as as involved as you've uh, made out on your CV. Yep. Uh, Number four is standout words. You must include standout words on your CV. Um, Let's give you some examples here. We've probably got five good ones um, so keep, keep in mind, of course, how long someone's going to spend looking at your CV. They're going to focus on key words that they see on there. One of the first ones we've got down, we've got five um, to go through with you, is, the, is flexible. Flexibility is a favourite buzzword. Um, the right candidate for an employer will be flexible. In turn, the company can be equally accommodating for its workers. So try and get in there somewhere that you're flexible in, in, the, in your approach. Uh, adaptable is another good one showing an employer that you are adaptable to change is paramount businesses move at a very fast pace and roles are obviously quite interchangeable these days as a result versatility is a desired trait for employers as being rigid or holding on to legacy ideas generally implies that you're falling behind in the modern world so show where you can and use the word adaptable Also, it's good to display that you can use your own initiative. No one wants to employ someone only to have to micromanage every single job that is passed to them. Employers want to know that candidates can use their own initiative, kind of hit the ground running with a role with little intervention. While training is obviously an important aspect of the onboarding process and joining a new company, a large degree of it is self-direction, which is, is an essential skill, really. And I think it's something not just putting on your CV, but preparing examples so you can answer some competency-based questions and back this up um, in an interview stage. Definitely. Okay, the fourth one is attention to detail. 
Um, mistakes happen. That's part of life. However, demonstrating a good attention to detail means you can minimize mistakes, showing the, showing the prospective employee you are a right first time kind of person. You should mention this quality in your CV and it will also be demonstrated with how you have written, designed and proofread your CV also. Another one is self-motivated. Now, this kind of ties in quite well with using your own initiative. And while team building and employee engagement, you know, they're an important element of being able to motivate staff from an employer perspective. But it's equally important that staff can motivate themselves. Being self-motivated goes hand in hand with having one's own initiative, as I've said. And it's the ability to work independently and efficiently. So this is really important to include, too. Yeah, and other words, I mean, we've obviously gone through the five there, which we think are flexible, adaptable, own initiative, attention to detail, self-motivated. Other words which help your CV to stand out include enthusiastic, independent, multitasker, strong work ethic. Those are the type of things that when people are skimming your CV, which they're going to do initially to short before they shortlist, are going to look for. Okay, on to the uh, fifth of our top 10. Um, the fifth point we, you, we think you must include is a professional summary. Um, this includes a brief outline of yourself as an opening paragraph to set the scene which can touch on career objectives, key successes, achievements, specialisms and transferable skills learned. Think of it really as your opening sales pitch. You have one chance to grab the reader's attention as we, as we keep saying here. Um, um, so try and bring out how great you are and what a good uh, potential employee you are for the organisation so write a focused summary of what you have to offer keeping it simple and snappy a personal profile also known as a personal statement career objective and professional profile is one of the most important aspects of your CV as we see it Um, it's a short paragraph that sits just underneath your name and contact details giving perspective employers an overview of who you are and what you're all about and in fairness some um, prospective employers might not get past that so that is key if they see what they like there they might just think yeah bring this person in also important you should tailor this profile to every job you apply for by reviewing the job spec highlighting special qualities that match you to the role Um, Now, aim to keep this personal statement short and sweet, certainly no longer than a few sentences to make the most of this section. Um, You should also try to address the following, who you are, what you can offer the company, and what your career goals are. Okay, so that's very important, that is a professional summary. Number six, it must be seamless. What we mean here is it can't leave significant unanswered questions which could cause the reviewer of your CV to dismiss your CV and dismiss you from the entire recruitment process so if the interviewer the employer who's hiring sees a reason for leaving missing for a role or a sizable gap in your career history without any explanation as to why um, and it doesn't tie in with any kind of educational um, history stating maybe you've been on a uh, doing a degree um, or if you've taken a three-year gap to raise a young family people I think historically feared that they shouldn't put this information on a CV but it's really important to include it so the employer knows why you've not been working and doesn't think that you've necessarily not been doing anything to to further your career and and develop your skill set and one of the benefits obviously engaging with an agency is a lot of the time we, we you know we encourage 
uh, having a conversation with the client to discuss reasons why there are gaps on CV. Obviously, sometimes it, it may be more than just a sentence to explain why you've potentially had a year off work. Um, and that's something we have a consultative approach with, with candidates and clients. Um, so we can talk that through. Yeah, but yeah, that I'll re-emphasize all those points that uh, Christina just made. But if you think if you're uh, put your put your mind in the um, eye of someone who's looking at your CV, if there's a four or five year period in your career where there's nothing on there, you know they're going to form their own judgments and they might, um, you know, they might think whatever. So you just need to make sure you're, you're answering questions for them um, and not leaving them unanswered so that's really important I think it's really common actually as well in in this day and age there's a lot of people that take sabbaticals you know career breaks to to raise a family but some people go traveling or they just like I said take a sabbatical it it is more common these days and more acceptable and you develop more life skills as well as the work experience so do include that on the CV Yep. Number seven, um, you must include qualifications, education, training and development. Um, These usually come near the end of the CV, but if some qualifications are essential for the job and make you more marketable, include them in the um, profile professional summary we talked about um, in in point five. Um, You need to list professional and academic qualifications, degrees, any executive programs, giving the subject, awarding body in the year, um, but obviously not any any memberships of anything you've paid for. Um, include skills uh, such as languages, technologies or vocational training. Again, anything which you believe would um, showcase you and your ability to do the role. Number eight, you must include personal information. So what we mean by that is include your name, your address, your telephone number and email address. And if you have a website that will add value to your application, add that too. So if you have a portfolio, if you're going for a marketing or a design role, make sure you include that so that can back up your CV. There's every chance your CV could get split up um, in a paper format. So make sure you include your contact details on every page. And don't forget to obviously use a professional email address, um, none of the ones you set up when you were 13 years old with a, a sense of humour that maybe the employer wouldn't quite get. Nothing wrong with a sense of humour. <laughs> um, yeah, you were, as a recruitment consultancy, you wouldn't believe how many CVs that, that we get in whereby, you know, they don't have names on as daft as that sounds. Um, you know, so that attention to detail uh, with contact details etc is so important um, and can't be overlooked okay on to number nine Um, right we spoke about standout words we also um, need to make sure that we're including on our cv or resume standout verbs Um, i'm not going to give you an english lesson but obviously verbs are doing words and are used to describe actions Um, So if you want to land interviews and get your CV past that initial stage, we really need to get plenty of verbs to describe the actions you take in the workplace um, to provide value to your colleagues and your customers. So including power verbs um, to boost your CV is very important. Right, so we've actually got 10 good examples here of power uh, verbs that you should be including. First one is managed. Um, 
Right. Management skills obviously are crucial to employers, but they're not limited to the management of people and teams. Abilities such as time management, process management, supplier management all play crucial roles in the running of any organisation. Management is simply a method controlling outcomes, which is a beneficial skill for everyone to include on their CV at any level of seniority. So get the word managed on there. Another one is optimised. Businesses and public sector organisations are always looking to make the most of their resources. So optimisation of any kind is always a welcome trait on any CV. If you can include some examples of services, products or systems you've optimised in previous roles, then you'll prove your value instantly. And especially in this day and age with the advancement of technology and the the ability to optimise in many areas, this is key to include. The third one, the third power verb, is reduced. Now, sometimes the term reduced can obviously have a, a, a negative connotation. However, there are certain reductions in the workplace which provide huge benefits to companies. For, ex- for instance, cutting spending or reducing staff turnover, which obviously can increase profits and boost morale. So if you've been involved in any cost or time-saving activities, um, Get the word reduced on there and include them on your CV. Another one is developed. Now, innovation drives us forward, not only at work, but in society as a whole. And we've seen vast changes, um, like I said before, in technology over the years. If you can give some solid examples of ideas that you've developed or show how you've contributed to the development of new products or services, it will show recruiters that you can contribute value to an organisation and its dependents. Okay, power verb number five, increased. Uh, Growth is important to most employers and is aided by increases in things like revenue, customers, market share, profits, you name it. So within previous roles, if you have been responsible for increasing sales, growing a client base or increasing customer satisfaction levels, whatever metrics you have helped to improve during your roles, include them in your CV and show how you've personally contributed. So that's power verb number five, increased. Okay, power verb number six is supported. Most jobs involve helping others in some way, shape or form, whether it's supporting your customers with queries or supporting your line manager with their workload. Whoever you support and however you go about doing it, Make it clear on your CV and show the impact you can make and value you can add to people's lives. Okay, next one um, is negotiated. Obviously, negotiation is a very powerful skill which can be applied across many areas of work and businesses. Um, negotiating lower prices from a supplier, negotiating extended payment terms uh, with uh, clients, uh, both examples that can have big effects for employers. So negotiated is a good one to use. The next one is presented. So public speaking and presentation are really sought after skills and something that a lot of people don't have. And these can be useful for various purposes, both internally and externally from an organisation. So if you've ever presented an idea to your team or pitched to a room of clients or even done public speaking, be sure to include examples on this uh, on your CV. Okay, power verb number nine is resolved. Um, No business runs completely smoothly 100% of the time. There'll always be issues that arise and problems that threaten to derail the success of a business. So detailing your ability to handle tricky situations and turn them around to provide a positive outcome will prove you are the type of candidate who can steer companies out of trouble when needed. 
And the last power verb, number 10, is improved. The ability to identify a process that isn't working well and implement a change that can improve its effectiveness is a skill valued by many employers. If you could include instances of any processes, procedures or services that you've played a role in improving, recruiters will instantly see that you are a worthy candidate. Okay, so let's just recap on those power verbs. The 10 power verbs are managed, optimised, reduced, developed, increased, supported, negotiated, presented, resolved and improved. You may want to play some of that back so you can see the detail, but those are so important to get onto your CV. Okay, and the last point of the initial 10 CV tips, Christina, is... Must be proofread. This is something that is really important. The number of CVs which get dismissed because of basic grammatical or spelling errors is phenomenal. So don't make this mistake. 73% of executives said they ignore if there are more than one and 40% if there's one mistake. Get it proofread by a friend, a relative, a colleague and quite simply use spell check. That's your first port of call really. That's that's something you need to use when you when you're formatting your CV. Yeah, um, I couldn't agree with that more. I mean, the, the times I look at CVs and review them, um, I'm quite brutal. If there's mistakes on there, I, I, that's it for me. It's um, it's a point of no return. So, And it obviously is from the stats for a lot of people. So you must get it proofread. Um, so important. We were ha- having a discussion when we came up with these top 10 of... Um, there's varying thoughts really around whether you should include hobbies and personal activities. Now, I must admit, when I look at CV, I like to try and see if I can get a feel for the person beyond the professional person. And I know when they come in, you can see that, but I do like to, you know, try and get a gauge for that. Um, What's your thoughts? Yeah, I think there's a fine line. I agree with you. I think it's great to try and showcase some of your personality and your interest, especially, for example, in a sales role, you're wanting competitive um, sales professionals. So it'd be good to see on their CV that they've maybe been a member of a sports team or they participate in sports extra um, outside of work. Um, but then there's a fine line between displaying some behaviours and interests that maybe could be perceived in a negative way from an employer. So I think it's um, one of those where it, it depends on the role, depends on the interest and how much information you give away. But I do agree. I think it's important to to get some of your personality across. Yeah, I think that's a good one, especially like you say, if it's uh, I think if you've been involved in team sports um, and progressed in that field, that's good because you see that that competitive edge. I mean, I think, you know, if you see if you're writing bland comments on that, you know, I like to go to the cinema and go on holiday. Mm. Well, you know, everyone does that. What is it offering? Yeah. And also, you know, if don't put on that you're a season ticket season ticket holder at Leeds United or something, because what that nothing wrong with well, wait, would well, it? I'm not giving yeah, yeah, it. Get dismissed <laughs> by me. Um, but you've got to um, got to keep things out which aren't neutral, really. I think so. Um, yeah, um, hobbies probably leave them out i think okay so let's summarize our top 10 must-haves so the first one it was keep the design simple okay the second one is keep it in chronological order so what we mean by that is your most recent things first on your cv third point is 
must be concise and factual. Okay, number four is must include standout words. Number five was the professional summary. Make sure you include this at the top of the CV. Okay, number six, it must be seamless. Don't leave unanswered questions. Number seven, you must include qualifications, education and training and development. Number eight, you must include personal information. Number nine, must include standout verbs. Okay, to prove that you remember what those standout verbs are, I want you to say them all out loud now. Can you do it? Right, if you can't do it, you need to go back and listen to that part. (laughs) Okay, and number 10 is it must be proofread. Okay, so we hope that helps and, you know, we want to give you as much chance of standing out in whether it be seven seconds or 30 seconds that that your CV is getting looked at. Um, We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Um, If you have, you know, please go on to iTunes, um, give us a review, um, email us, uh, marketing at lucywalkerrecruitment.com. Just give us some feedback and, you know, if you've got any ideas for topics, um, let us know. Okay, I think that's that's it for today. All right. Thanks then. Bye. Thank you.